Big Money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. The Morning Hookup on ESPN Lincoln. Welcome into the morning hookup. Happy Thursday. It's ESPN Lincoln, FM 101.5, 1480 AM. Will Wilson with you, Thew Malone, and Nick Craigan are back with me today. What's going on, boys? Good morning. Go ahead, Thew. You've been you've been sitting here fired up all morning. I'm excited to I'm excited I think to, everybody's uh, kind of fired up. Oh, Everyone's I'm, got their own little little story. We had we had story time. We need I think it. before we went on the air and everybody had some hot buttons and stuff, but uh, I look outside and that's enough to to kind of tick me off. Yeah, we need the fire on in here. It is yeah. cold. You know, I I know that uh, you guys like take your old man cracks at me like uh like like I deserve a lot of time, especially when well, I when I start you? I 62. <laughs> Are you 62 now? I if you want the honest, honest truth, I'm 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 49 and a half. And he acts like he's I'm act 62. I, you do and act sometimes old. act 12. Yeah, that's true. But you know, I Grand Torino is what Thew's nickname was on our softball team. But I did I did do another TikTok <laughs> this morning about the weather. <laughs> you did a TikTok, <laughs> and I think I, I think I got it right. I just, you should, I, just hey, I just you, left the music you, off. Do this you time. cuss in it? Uh, I will not drop an F bomb. Once you, in a while, I might do an S word. Can, you, but can I don't, you play your TikTok from today? Uh, I, I think I'd have to go back and watch. I don't think I swore. We'll, we'll maybe a break. We'll take a look. Okay. Yeah. You, I, I got to figure out a way to play it because I, I I'm not. I'm not on TikTok. So. We, oh. Okay, well, I might, I might lend you my phone. Okay, I'll tell good. you what. TikTok is actually you like golf. TikTok's yep. really good for golf. Oh, really? There's like a ton of golf tips and different things that that you can get off there. Well, and I, then actually, I do a lot of. Uh, uh, recipes, food like grilling recipes. Okay, yeah. You know, like you just have to. Like oh, I yeah. told, so my wife got on TikTok, and she's like, she's like, Nick is just like a lot of boobs, and I was like, <laughs> it is at first, yes, which is not horrible. No, but not but as you start watching stuff, it learns what you like. So like mine is basically golf, Call of Duty, and uh, food and food. <laughs> yeah, dude, you made you made this like it was a couple months ago. Yeah. You made like this uh grilled queso. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, that was looked, off TikTok. It looked so good. Yeah, I smoked some queso. I it was like a whole bunch so of different bad. things. Yep. Yeah, it was oh, a whole man. bunch of it was good. It, it looked good, really man. good. I'm gonna do there's this one I saw on there and I had never thought of doing this, but they take uh chicken drumsticks, mm. right? So you got your drumstick and they peel back the skin and the meat on the leg, so it's just the bone. Okay. And then they wrap it in, in um, bacon, uh-huh. and then they dip it into, like, a cherry sauce, and then you smoke it in hickory. Interesting. And then it's, it's like a lollipop, but it's chicken and bacon cherry. and cherry. Huh. It should be really good. So I'm going to do that this weekend. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Let me know how it goes. I'm, I'm, I am excited. Well, we're in a Christmas break. Do you guys do prime, prime rib? On Christmas, uh, brisket. Uh, brisket. Yeah, we're yeah. doing brisket this year, and it was yeah. tough too, because um, I think we went multiple places, and I think everyone must be doing brisket because we went to some of like the Costcos and stuff, and everything left over had a lot of fat on it, 
And of course, they charge you per pound, so you're paying yeah. for the fat, and you still have to to trim that all off. So I think I think brisket's slowly becoming a little bit more favored. We've tried prime rib before, but you know when you when you start dabbling in stuff like that, and you're having a lot of guests over, some people don't yeah. all like it cooked the yeah. same. And few uh, few really knows how to work his meat. Yeah, you do. You, know. you guys, you know, you say TikTok too. I, I'm so old school. The first thing that comes into my mind when you say TikTok is is Wayne from Letterkenny. That's a right? funny show. You TikTok. Do love your, you love, I love your, my, you I love, love your... my Letterkenny. We used to have a bunch of. Can those. we play his TikTok? No, can or can we play out? my? Well, we will. What's your, what's your TikTok account? I think, well, I think it's like <laughs> old man well, eighties dad I don't or something th- like that. Dude, no, it is. It's like I old know. man eighties dad. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, but yeah. I, well, I, haven't, I haven't gone back over today's to make sure a hundred percent that I okay. didn't swear. We'll, we'll so maybe we'll do that at break for later on in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't want the FCC coming in here. I don't know if I want to look at your TikTok to see. Because then it's going to start showing me all your TikToks, That's and true. I just don't know that I'm. It's worth that. Well, well we, you said it was. You said part of the humor was. Well, it is awesome. Figure it out. It is awesome because you are an old man, and it is phenomenal. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, I know. I made reference to the fact that I had no lawn today to get off of because it's all. Can I make a suggestion crispy. for you so you can go viral? Get off. Mine. Now there's a difference between viral and virus, right? Yes. Okay. Can I can I make a can I make a uh, friendly suggestion? How do I go viral? Do I want so to go viral? So what I think, Will, tell me what you think of this. Okay. There's always these dances, like right now, like the the show Wednesday with Wednesday Adams, where she's doing the dance thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you always end up with all these people, you know, mimicking the dance and the music's playing. <laughs> I think you should do all the viral TikTok dances. Or what if I just came up with a new? No, one? no, 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 no. It won't be funny. You need to do. Oh. You need to do the viral ones, There's like the. Certain- Yes, like you need to do the Wednesday Adams uh, dance that she does on the show, and then you and I promise it'll be worth it. Well, you will become you, old man '80s dad or whatever your name is on there as the doing the dances. Well, what is that dance be, where the where the kids used to do this? You know, see exactly the Fortnite. But do you no? Yeah, it's well, the, the it's the, uh, it like it's the, the, the wiper. Oh, I the floss. The, the floss. floss. Yeah, yeah. dude, uh, I did that and I threw a hip out of place. You see? Hold on. Do you see though? Did you see him doing that? How funny would that be on on video? How you, funny dude, would it be when I tear an ACL you, doing it? You go viral. I mean, it would be. You'd really go viral. But I still. And you make money off of it. But what about just doing the few? No, no, my no. own dance. No, it won't go it's viral. Like nobody oh. knows what that is. You'll, oh, they will, you'll, and you'll they make will. money. You will make money off of uh, off of it because of the amount of views that you're getting. I'm not trying to make. Money. You should make. You'll make money. Then give it to me. If you don't need the money, I'll take the money. (laughs) You'll take the money. Okay. Yes, but you should do it because you'll make money. Well, uh, we will have The Malone's TikTok coming up. Uh, later hey, do you in the see show. what he's got sitting next to him over here for the show? Oh yes, yeah, he's, he's got. got a whole I have a combination. No, 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 this is my this. breakfast. He's got a protein shake. He's got chew, and then he's got some. What is that? Robitussin. Robitussin. <laughs> some gum. <laughs> and then, then I have some cough drops that are around here somewhere. Are uh, you sick? What's wrong? He's ready. No. no believe this or not. And, and I'll, t- I'll, take, I'll take anything you can. When I found these cough drops are, are, are such a nicotine suppressant. God. They work better than anything to suppress chewing. This show sucks so much when Hooks isn't here. I'll tell you what's really good for getting <laughs> off nicotine is uh, yeah. anxiety medication. Oh. That actually that helps. Uh, but okay. anyway, some, take some uh, Zantac. Great. Hey, Doc. What are we doing? <laughs> Anyways, um, welcome into the show. We are going to talk recruiting day. Uh, first segment here soon. We'll have Henry T. Buchanan, 
our favorite guest every single week. Yeah, I'm he excited be, to talk to T. He will be with us uh, next segment. We'll have mm-hmm. Marco D'Angelo trying to make you some money here going into the winter break. I told Marco I would be on today to chat with him, and he said uh, it is going to be a Merry Christmas. Epic. He is very excited. It's been at least a year and a half since you talked Two to years. him. Two right? years. Uh, well, I saw him a year ago when, when I was in Vegas, Vegas for oh, okay. softball. Good. Yeah, Marco took us out for dinner at this great restaurant, and... At the end of it, I mean, there was legit, he'll probably get mad at me for saying this, there was a legitimately 24 adults there. He paid for everybody. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He must have picked the right game. It's because business is good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mr. Marco D'Angelo. <laughs> Thank God. Now, do, so does every table get their own pole dancer out there in Vegas, or how does that work? We did not go to a strip club. We all had our wives with us. Okay. And wow. I don't a well-behaved to, I don't, trip. I don't go to strip clubs with my wife, not because... Um, not because I think she'd care, but when you go to a strip club with a woman, they always end up on stage, and I do not want my wife uh, on stage. They do. Somehow. I, I just, never yeah, failed. I don't want that thing to either. happen. Yeah. Yes. That's no, a weird situation. So that's not, I don't, that's not the, you know, yeah. that's not my thing. And kind of like fireworks. I don't like buying fireworks because I think it's a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Um, strip clubs can be a waste of money, in my opinion. Oh, as very well. quickly. Oh, God, yeah. Boy, has this show kind of spiraled just like the, no, the, this is the stripper great. poll we talk about. What are you talking about? This I is love good it. content. This is a good um, lead in to, to warm uh, it up to these uh, 17 year old kids yeah. that are on uh, the team now. You're right. And uh, hey, and if you can get 27 of them to sign a day before we have a wind chill of negative 37 outside, that is great. Let's get into signing day, boys. Uh, we have. A list of guys who we have on scholarship now. What What do you guys think? Give me some takes from yesterday. Um, I'll be honest with you. I like I've talked about it before that I usually follow recruiting very fast, but you know it seems like because we had such you know a, a coaching change not that long ago that a bunch of new offers went out, and you see a lot of names on here that I didn't even have on radar. I'll be the first to admit I didn't get to catch up with a lot of these guys that signed yesterday as closely as I have in the past, where I was able to watch a lot of the film. Now, some of them, you know, have been have been committed, like uh, like obviously Coach's kid over there at Southeast. Um, you know, you know what you're getting there. A huge offensive lineman. He's an in-state kid. I think he's going to be one of the anchors that we talked about for this class. Um, very very Nebraska heavy. I think we signed eight kids, almost a ninth because we almost slipped that kid from Lincoln High who stayed committed to Iowa State. Um, you did see an influx of, of the transfer portal. I think we ended up taking three Florida Gators, uh, a kid also from Texas A&M. You have the quarterback from from Georgia Tech. Uh, there's a lot of pieces here. And you know, last year at, at this time, too, we, we sat back and thought, how are these pieces going to fit into what we want to do next year? Obviously, the transfer pieces worked really well. That's going to be interesting to watch. But also, as we talked about, and we'll get into it a little bit more, uh, these these ground level pieces, these incoming freshmen that are going to be the nucleus of of Matt Rule's tenure here, his first recruiting class, and are going to pave the way. It's going to be interesting. It really is. Development is going to be key. You know, you can put three stars, four stars, five stars behind a kid. That basically tells you the talent you're getting at the high school level. But are they going to fit into what you want to do? Are they from a from a a, a scheme standpoint, from a culture standpoint? But how are we going to develop them into getting Nebraska back to where we all want to be? The what stood out to me. Let me ask you guys this: what's your what's the what's the position group that needs the most help on this team? I would go. I'd go on the line, D line or O line. Well, I was going to say offensive line, but you know, listening to Matt Rule, who says, "Hey, the parts are there. We're close. We're not far off." Great. Um, 
after watching teams kind of just fall forward for four, five, and six yards at will against us last year, I would definitely say defensive line. I throw linebackers so, in there, too. So I thought it was interesting. The off From the offensive line standpoint, he recruited four kids from Nebraska, one kid from South Dakota. That's what he brought in. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting. I'll be curious to see if that continues in future seasons. Um, you know, like you look over at a team like Wisconsin, for example, or even Iowa, a lot of times their linemen come from their home state. Mm-hmm. They're used to playing in this weather. They're used to, you know, this kind of, of football. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I think that's something to keep an eye on. Um, I did think it was interesting, and I wonder if this is just him backing his offensive line coach that he decided to keep. Because to be honest with you, out of everybody that was left from the Scott Frost era, um, you know, Coach Riola was the one that most Nebraska fans didn't want to see back. Yeah. Whether that's justified for them or not, you know, I. I I personally thought he got here in the middle of a of a S storm and didn't have time to recruit anybody and only got a certain amount of time with these you know uh, players to be able to make them make them better. So you know that'll be something to watch. But like to me, that was I, I thought that was curious. Um, I mentioned to you guys yesterday too. I, the one observation I had: eight kids from Nebraska, eight athletes from Nebraska. Um, you know, he mentioned multiple times that like to build a program, you need. Um, fourth graders, fifth graders, sixth graders, seeing these kids excel in mm. Nebraska and saying, "Hey, that can be me." Right. I thought that was interesting. I, dude, I have a fourth grader, and Carter thought that was cool when he was watching um, the press conference with me. He's like, "Dad, that's me. That's my age," you mm. know. And I was like, "That's kind of neat." And I hadn't seen that, that before. Cool. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And then uh, I'll tell you this: the the people that he brought in, that he's bringing in, is in terms of uh, transfers. I was mentioning to you guys. Look at that that kid, um, Chief. What's his last name? Fields. Fields. The the. Or no, I'm no, sorry. No, no, Chief Borders. Yeah, it's the linebacker from Florida, right? Six four, two hundred forty pounds. Remember, I told you guys yesterday. In this defense, you're going to have an outside linebacker that's going to be a bigger outside linebacker. I bet you he puts on another ten pounds. He's probably six four, two fifty, and he's he's that guy that's moving between you know being a pass rusher, outside guy, you know between being a linebacker and what would be a defensive end. In some looks, where it looks like a four lineman, two linebackers, five defensive backs, or one of your safeties comes up. Now you've got four of, of four three basically um, that you have on the field. So that guy fits that mold. Uh, to a T, um, and then actually the other kid that I mentioned, he's skinnier than I thought he was. But the kid, the other kid from Florida, the safety that was a five star, Eric Fields. What Eric Fields? I don't know what his name is. The Collier I thought oh. was the kid's name. Oh, Corey uh, Collier, yeah, yes, from Miami. Collier, he's like yes. six, what is he six one one eighty? So he'll bulk up, but he's going to be six one. He'll be that safety that plays a little like linebacker too. You know, comes up. So you saw him putting together the pieces, and I, I, I think. Again, I don't know if their plan's going to work, but I love that they got a plan that you can identify and you can see what they're doing, you know. And then I, anytime coach talks, I like it. He's fun to listen yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually have some of that. I, I can pull some of that press conference. It's always interesting to me to look at a coach's first recruiting process at a new school because part of me wants to think it's hard because he he just got here. Am I, am I right on that? Or do you I think, think that's, so? Well, yes and no. But at the same time, I think you're, you're you're selling you're selling hopes and dreams too. Like, hey, let's let's do this together. I don't know what the future holds, um, but I've. I, if you want to read my resume, I've done this, this, and this. I've got a track record. I firmly believe that I can do it here. Hop on board my train. Let's go get it done. I think to the to that extent, um, because he hasn't had any setbacks here yet. 
You know, no coach can say, well, he can counter, you know, recruit against him saying, well, you know, you know, he was highly touted, but he's got this record so far or he hasn't done this. He's coming in fresh. And he can, I think that that is the easiest thing where he can grab these guys and say, we're going to do it here. You can choose to be part of it if you want. If you don't want to, I'm going to go grab a bunch of guys who want to and we're going to get it done. I thought the, the coolest quote that he had um, from, and he had a lot of good ones. But and I think you're going to see it here in the in the next class. But I thought the coolest quote that he had was he was talking about how he and the recruiters on his staff that were at Baylor and that were at Temple always said, "Man, imagine when we got when we got a logo on our chest, you know." And what he means by that is when we have a a logo that when you walk in the room, it's got some sway to it. Like it, you know, Nebraska's been down for 20 years, but that red, end. but it's still Nebraska. Whenever they come out with. Um, the most like bankable um, brands in college football. Nebraska is always one of the top yeah. five, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, and it's, and part of it is because when Nebraska is really, really going, Nebraska is the whole Midwest, you know, like we're, we represent the whole Midwest. There's a reason that that logo means so much. And I thought that was interesting because I do think that just, I think what that says is he, you had that message yesterday to you where the, your buddy was talking about track athletes and, how uh, Ohio State yeah. gets athletes, and I told you he was dead wrong. And I and I and here's the difference: the the guys that Ohio State gets that are track athletes are football players first, and they run track in the off season sure. to be fast. They're they're football players. They go to camps. Their their routes are already fairly precise coming in. That's why they're five stars. Um, physically, they're you know a lot of them are like six two and whatever two fifteen walking in whatever it might be. Whereas the track athletes that Nebraska is bringing in, and the track athletes that he brought in at Baylor, they're track athletes. They're all like six foot and one sixty, and they're gonna have to put on some some you know weight, and they're gonna have to learn the position group. Yeah. So they're develop more developmental. They're three stars. That's fine. Uh, but I what I liked about what he said was, and tell me what you guys think of this, but he realizes like, boy, I can walk in uh, to a four stars room. Show him what I did with like a Tyquan Thornton or a Mims or you know whoever these other receivers are that that he brought in as an example with the wide receivers. And he can say, now imagine what I can do with you as a four star or a five star. Oh, by the way, you know when Raiola commits, we got the number one quarterback in the class. Right? How about we get a number one wide receiver to go with it? And that's running prob- back that's or prob- whatever it might a be. A lot of what the story was when he went back in to re-recruit Malachi Coleman, uh, because there's your 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 four star. Nebraska, um, homegrown, six foot five, physically plays the part receiver, which that's the guy that you want to develop into into your outside guy that's your playmaker. And you know, oh, sorry, you asked me yesterday if you knew that guy. He says he says he's met you down at Wings and Rings and had a beer and probably you guys had, you guys sure. had a good talk. You got no, along. I'm so, sure. Well, he he didn't want to make sure that text wasn't taken out of context. Oh no, gosh, but, uh, no. The uh, um, the uh, the other thing, too, like with Malachi, I was asked, there's been a few people tweeting the show, actually, asking what we think of Malachi. I, I think he is, just being very frank and honest, I think he's a supremely talented kid that I worry that if he doesn't get the playing time he's looking for, we'll peace out to another place in a couple years. And I hope that's not true. I hope, you know, I hope he's here for all four, and I hope he ends up in the NFL and does all those things. Um, but he's a kid that you have to get as a coaching yeah. staff because he's such a highly touted recruit um and and he's a very talented player uh and i also loved what coach said about him which is very true you know that he does try to use nil to give back to you know to people and that kind of stuff so i i just gosh i'm rooting for him to be so good here and to be you know a leader and to be that next wave of 
of great Huskers under Coach Rule that you know lead the thing. Um, but you know, like I said, a lot of people were tweeting in, and I think their observation is just because when you waver back and forth on a commitment. You know, anybody who's tied in with uh, Dion at, at Colorado is going to get viewed like they're, you know, more in a, about the stuff rather than the team, that kind of thing, whether that's fair or not. But I think also anybody who's ever gone through this process that you kids love it's, attention. It's tough. Oh, for well, sure. Well, it's not only just the attention. I mean, I've gone through this. I've had I've had two kids now that have gone through this. And you go to these visits and there's things that you like about all these places, and it's hard. It's hard to have to go back and tell two, three, four schools no. Can I tell you because, guys? Because you you had things that you liked, and it's it's so. Well, on the outside, if you've never gone through this, it could be perceived as being wishy washy. It's it's not as easy as a decision as as you think it is. It's really when not. Uh, when I was in. So when I was fourteen, I got asked to play for Team USA in soccer, and they were recruiting me. And there's me and this other kid uh, in Omaha. This kid was from Minnesota that they. He drove down and we were in uh, this this hotel and they did this whole presentation and we were going to go play in Europe for the summer and all this stuff. Sounds and, awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, and uh, my next practice for my travel team, I walked into that thing like I was just God's gift to this team because I was getting talked to by Team USA. Yeah. My dad whooped my little ass so hard when I got home because he saw how I was acting. Yeah. I was grounded for two weeks. Oh, my God. And he goes, I swear to God, if you get a big head because they were asking you to do that, you're not you're not playing on that team anymore, and you're not playing for – you're definitely not going on this trip and playing for Team USA. And, uh, and like, I think – It's a good dad. Yeah, oh, man, he was on my yeah. butt. But, like, I laughed because, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm reading this this tweet coming in about Malachi, and at the same time, when I was, you know, young, like – like you said, it's hard to to not uh, fall for that trap, not yeah. fall into that trap, you know. And especially now today, com- imagine being in a situation where um, money's involved. Money's involved. Coaches are coming up, you know, like that kind of thing. Like that's crazy. Sure. I couldn't imagine, you know. I'll tell you what's different this year is, you know, with this last coaching staff, they get good recruiting classes, but I would I was always be hesitant, you know, because how many of those recruits did we actually see pan out, right? Right. I'm confident that these guys are actually, you know, going to be a p- major part of this team. I think that there's the quality that they're that he probably went after first and foremost is guys that are going to want to put in the work, um, rather than hey, if if maybe one or two breaks don't go your way, how quick are you going to be to just take your ball and leave? Or I want to go home. I want to go go somewhere else. I mean, things are going to happen wherever you go. It's not all going to be given to you. But when you're down, are you willing to put in the work to get yourself back up? And I think that that's probably one of those traits that this coaching staff's going to probably try to recruit first and foremost. Well, the early signing dates gone, and well, I guess today's a day two, right? There's another. Yeah, you, they they could still day. sign today, right? Okay, so we'll see what happens today. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll bring on Henry T. Buchanan, former Nebraska ball legend. He'll be on the show when we come back. 